What's up, y'all? This is Aden, and you're listening to Living Corporate. So, for those of you who have heard of Ramadan, um, but have never had a coworker or friend or family member um, who goes through that process every year, or maybe you do, but you don't quite know what it means, or you have questions as to what happens, um, this one's for you. So, what is Ramadan? Um, Ramadan is fundamentally two things. One, it is um, a period that varies from year to year because um, the Islamic calendar is a lunar calendar um, that um, Muslims go through in order to fulfill a tenant of the faith. Um, during this month, it's not just about fasting, although that's a significant part of it, from um, sunrise to sunset, uh, Muslims refrain from eating food and drinking water. But there are also um, other components of this month that go beyond fasting. So it is also a time of prayer, of spirituality, of reflection, um, and also of community. Every night when you break your fast or in the morning, um, for suhoor, there is a process in which you spend time with your, your friends or your family members. Um, generally, it's it's not uncommon that you're also going through this process alone, um, which isn't the greatest experience, um, in my opinion. And so if you're alone during Ramadan, um, I hope you're able to find a community near you. So... You might have heard your coworkers say that they are tired if they are um, if they're fasting this during this month. That's because in general, people will wake up around four a.m. in order to, you know, eat and and drink some water, get settled for the day, um, and pray the morning prayers, and also are staying up pretty late in the evening um, to break their fast, to commune, to gather with their family. Uh, and friends, but also go to, if they are, I think this is a Sunni Muslim thing only, but if they're Sunni, um, if you're Shia and you're listening, please give me, uh, drop a line, uh, let us know if I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm not quite sure, um, but Sunni Muslims go, go to this thing called Tarawih, uh, it, it's, uh, late night prayers, essentially, so while fasting itself is obligatory, um, you don't necessarily have to fast to also observe Ramadan. There are people who can't fast, who are either sick or um, traveling is a big one, or um, breastfeeding, or or for um, people who have periods, you don't fast during your period. Um, but there are also other components of the month that are are special. So you. Like I said uh, before, you get to experience these late night prayers. Um, you are also supposed to be, it's this internal, um, this time of, of reflection uh, where you're supposed to be experiencing um, humility and you're supposed to be a little bit, a little bit extra, <laughs> an extra sprinkle of patience. I mean, imagine that you're going 16, 17, 18 hours without eating or drinking water, which is actually a bigger deal than um you might realize 
but you're going through all of these things and you're also trying to um, empathize with people who, you know, this Ramadan is their daily life. You're attempting to extend yourself to others or be more patient, be kind, be more humble. All of these components ex- are, are an inherent part of, of Ramadan. Um, you're also supposed to restrain yourself right like there you don't get to have a lot of the physical pleasures that um you experience and so how does this you know reflect on who you are at work well i know for myself i'm a pretty caffeine reliant person so imagine me at work um at 9 a.m meetings uh when i'm expected to perform at my best and i don't have you know, my drug of choice, caffeine, I don't have, I haven't had water in a very long time, my head hurts, um, I'm probably tired. So part of Ramadan for people who are um, in corporate America, in corporate spaces, and in, you know, just general, is that you're spending a lot of time setting expectations before, during Ramadan. I know that I had a, co- a conversation with my team leads and my manager is saying, hey, Ramadan's coming up during the month on Fridays. I will not be here. I will be working remotely so that I can, you know, have that extra time to make it to Jamal prayers. Or I will be, you know, a little bit crankier during the month. Not, you know, taking my frustrations out on people, but I'll be a little bit less perky, essentially. Uh, I won't have water. I won't have food. And I certainly will not have caffeine. So be patient with me. Um, and I also, I'm a little bit more diligent during this month for, uh, with writing everything down because part of what fasting does is, is it, it affects your concentration, it affects your, um, mental acuity. So I try to be extra diligent with that as well. And, um, just being able to say, Hey, these are the things that I'm experiencing. Thank you in advance for your patience. Uh, and your support throughout this. This is what I need. This is what I don't need. It's really okay for you to eat in front of me in meetings. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna Hulk smash anything. Um, setting those expectations, I think, makes the month easier on everyone around you. So let's talk about. Um, I'm doing this all by myself, so it feels uh, a little odd. But let's talk about what it means to be a supportive coworker or a supportive friend for those of you who aren't um aren't muslims aren't aren't going to ramadan and i know i also know that there are people who are non-muslims who um like to show solidarity with their partners or their friends or their family members by fasting along and y'all are dope so what does it mean to be supportive um I would say if you are in a leadership position, if you're in a management position, I would start by making some concessions, um, allow maybe people to work a few extra days remotely this month. I would, you know, not schedule a whole ton of intense meetings, particularly um, near the end of the day. Close to the beginning of the day is better. And that's because, you know, if I ate at... Um, 4 a.m. 12 is still a good time to talk to me. 3 p.m. Eh, okay. 4:30 p.m. You're definitely pushing it. You know. Again, 
think about this as this person's had not as much sleep as they typically do. They're under, um, they're working with much less mental stimulation, probably low blood sugar. And they're also making an extra effort at this time to be extra patient and extra kind. So meet them halfway. That's, that's cool. So what are some ways you can support your coworker at work? Um, I think that for most people, it's relatively easy to notice the ways in which you can support your coworkers because it's just about being considerate. Um, let people work a few extra days uh, remotely if possible. Yeah, just be flexible with their schedule because it's often easier to come into work earlier than it is to stay later. Don't plan any any extra meetings um, or make meetings extra long because your concentration is pretty much shot throughout the month. Providing a space for people to reflect and pray if it's possible because even if they're not ultra externally religious over the course of the, the whole year Ramadan is an extra special time and it is a time during which most people that I know personally just take some time to reflect and to uh, just kind of self check and it's it's really nice having a space where you know, you can retreat while still also being accessible at work. So that that's nice. Also, it's okay to still have uh, food-based events. I know that we have birthday cakes for coworkers or things like that. Um, sometimes there are like potlucks during the month. And I, nobody, no Muslim would ever ask you to stop that during the month of Ramadan. Just because I'm fasting doesn't mean that everybody else needs to. In fact, it's really great if there, there's uh, if people are cutting birthday cakes and they like save me a slice for later. That's that's awesome because I have like cake to look forward to, and who doesn't like having cake to look forward to? I'm generally generally going to say also that it's okay to ask how people are doing. It's okay to ask, you know, how people are are holding up, what they're what they're experiencing. It's not okay to say things like um, that are that are condescending or dismissive in general. Because I mean, duh, these are just basic rules of engagement when when it comes to um, working with people. But it's not okay to minimize people. Like, yeah, I fasted for like I was I've been intermittent fasting or I've been doing this intermittent fasting for a couple of weeks now. I know what you're going through. Because truth is, yes, you have been fasting for several weeks. And not to minimize your experiences, but just to say that we, we are not experiencing the same thing. And it's okay to recognize that. Um, in 2019, I'm going to give up saying um so frequently. Thank you so much for your patience, y'all. And uh, definitely allowing time to celebrate after Ramadan's done. So Ramadan ends with... Eid. I think this year it's supposed to end on the 4th or the 5th of June. We are not sure because, again, lunar calendar, and there's a whole thing. Go ahead and um, I encourage you to look into Eid and the end of Ramadan, what that means. But yeah, allow your coworkers um, to, to take time off to celebrate the end of Eid. It's often a time of celebration with the family members. I mean, think about it. People look forward to this time of year. It's 
this incredible time where you are exercising more discipline than you've shown during the year. It's like for me personally, I describe it as like a spiritual reset when um, throughout the year I experience things and life gets more and more overwhelming or I surround myself with things that are not necessarily edifying and there are things that are often toxic that you don't realize are toxic around you and in your space and you just get to release all of those things through the things that you read and the things that you recite over the course of the month. I say all of that to say that this is a month of particular thoughtfulness and introspection and at the end you get to celebrate all of it with friends and family and your your like because this is going to be during summer it's going to be like a huge barbecue and you get to like hang out with friends people you haven't seen in ages there are often um like marriage announcements during Eid or people get married during Eid like there's just like a, a whole ton that goes on and it would suck if you spend all of Ramadan um, looking forward to Eid, not necessarily because that's what you're supposed to be doing, but you're looking forward to Eid, honestly, at the end of Ramadan. It's a ton of fun, and you don't get to take that time off. That blows. Uh, so if it's at all possible, certainly allow your coworkers or friends um, that time off too fast. Now, I think the final thing that I want to, to touch on, on what you can do as a coworker um, to be supportive, is I certainly think that because it's okay to ask questions, I would say that, you know, schedule some time after the month of Ramadan's over um, to grab coffee. And say, oh, hey, I, I recall that you did this thing. What is that about? If you're not comfortable asking during Ramadan, uh, because of all the reasons I just I just spelled out, um, because there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing nothing wrong with asking questions. And I actually also think that um, it's okay to say, hey, I'm kind of uncomfortable with this, and I don't know if you're comfortable with this, but I do want to ask you X Y Z questions. Um, because that's how you get understanding, I think. Just to recap what we we talked about, um, allow flexibility with your friends and coworkers. That's not to say that we expect that you know you're doing our work during Ramadan because it's Ramadan and it's so hard. But um, just allow some flexibility. Allow people to come in a little bit early if they need to. And there's some people maybe who prefer to come in later. That's cool too. Um, I certainly think that it would be better to get a sense as to who's going to be fasting and all of those things beforehand. And if they've been doing their due diligence, most people will generally call out, hey, Ramadan's coming up. Things are going to be a little bit different for me. It's not you. It's me. (laughs) I'm going to be avoiding certain situations. It's not you. It's me. Uh, Your coworkers who will often go on smoke breaks with you, probably not going to be going on those smoke breaks is probably one of the things that they're gonna get they're gonna give up during daylight hours it's not you it's them people are in general often not gonna go to happy hours with you or they're not gonna do those things and so I think part of I think that I didn't highlight is just finding other ways to be inclusive to have 
uh, social gathering gatherings if you have any client relationships, maintaining those, uh, helping your coworkers maintain those client relationships in ways that aren't going to exclude them. It uh, by that I mean um, if you have lunch with your clients every third Thursday or whatever I'm making that up, but if you have um, lunch with your clients, give your clients a heads up. Hey. Ali's not going to be coming or Ali's going to be here, but he's not going to be eating. It's okay. It's not weird. It's just Ramadan. All of these different ways in which you can be allies to your, your coworkers in that way. And if they do say that they're fasting and they slip up and say something along the lines of, oh, I'm so thirsty. Don't offer them water. <laughs> um, it's coming from a good place and I know that it's coming from a good place. But being like, it's okay, you can break your fast 20 minutes early or whatever if it's uh, close to time to breaking fast. Um, it's not actually helpful. And although you're attempting to be helpful, it's not like a truly help. Like it doesn't help my spiritual growth to say it's okay to bend your will. <laughs> your will and your, your dedication to this thing because I can see you... Uh, feeling the effects of it. If I didn't know the consequences of my actions, I wouldn't be taking them. If that, if that makes any sense. Um, we also said, try to ensure that your meetings are a little bit earlier in the day rather than than later. Meetings that are later in the day are painful. I mean, everyone knows that you don't want, you don't truly want to um, schedule meetings well into the the afternoon in general in, in corporate America. But it's even worse when, you know, you're running low on blood sugar. You've been probably up for a good long while. It it starts to take a toll and I'm not at my best in those meetings. So I would caution against that as well. And certainly, especially if you have a a larger contingent of Muslims on your payroll, um, when Eid comes around, I would expect to cover i mean in in the same way that you expect that during christmas people are going to be taking time off and spending time with their family or um or during thanksgiving it's a similar concept in that we want to be with our families and celebrating um and it's just nice to know that we don't have to (laughs) we don't have to like steal our spines to negotiate time off work for this and it's, you know, eat is a big deal. It's not just a one-day thing. It's like a two, three, four-day thing. Okay, but it's actually one to three days, whatever. <laughs> but um, I wish it were like a seven-day festival of fun and festivities. I say all of that to say that your friends and coworkers are really going to need that time off. So if you need to like swap schedules, if you need to uh, plan a little bit ahead of time, if you need to create some succession plans and ensure that there are overlapping um, responsibility. People are taking care of those overlapping responsibilities. I would would take care of that as well. And also, this is just a really good time to approach your coworkers with some empathy because people may not necessarily disclose fully what their experiences are and I've talked a lot about how this is a time of of community and and a shared understanding. 
but I also know that there are many people who are very far away from home for whom this is a, a difficult time and Ramadan may not necessarily be the happiest time for them so in that case or not just in that case but I certainly think that this is a great time to experience or to to share some empathy to extend yourself a little bit extend grace to others around you in the spirit of Ramadan what one thing that I've heard of my um my friend was a couple of years ago for um, iftar one day her team threw an iftar um she was the only muslim on, on the team and they were all curious so they all fasted with her for the day and again you don't have to like be super allies in this way um but they all fasted with her f- for the day and then they broke their fast together and that was just the cutest thing to me because they didn't have to but they extended themselves for her um one to put themselves in her shoes and two to truly experience like a new way of living a world in which they never realized existed um until they had this co-worker and extended some grace to her so i i encourage that as well let's see do i have any final thoughts um just some key phrases that you might be hearing over the course of this month Ramadan Mubarak which is like happy Ramadan um Ramadan Kareem is another another greeting that you might hear um and conversely at the end of the month when it's Eid you might hear Eid Mubarak um let's see what are some other words? Iftar. Iftar is the um, breaking of the fast in the evening. So we typically do that by eating a date and drinking some water. Um, and then suhoor is your like morning breakfast. That's what you eat before you start your fast for the whole day. Um, what are some other keywords or key terms? Um, if you play music at work, throw on uh, some Sami Yusuf. <laughs> I love, 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 I personally love uh, Sami Yusuf's music, um, that's S-A-M-I-Y-U-S-U-F, um, and yeah, take some song recommendations, play some music, Zayn Bika is a good one as well, um, to, to just listen to at work if you're, you're in an environment where y'all play, play music during the day. Yeah, I think that's it for me. I don't have any book recommendations, although I should. It's I've been reading a few, actually. Well, okay. Um, there's a book called Green Muslim. I don't know what it's... Uh, what the author, I don't quite remember the author's name right now, but I'll be sure to provide that information in the notes. Green Muslim. It's all about um, being an environmentalist as a Muslim. Or is it Green Dean? goodness my brain see it's all about um being an environmentalist during um be as a muslim and what it means to uh support sustainability and so um it's a pretty good read so far and i'm happy to share the name and uh, and a link to that in our in our show notes thank you again for listening i hope this was not too rambly for everyone I'm done, Bark, everyone.
This has been our day. Peace. Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown. Additional music production by Antoine Franklin from Musical Elevation. Post-production is handled by Jeremy Jackson. Got a topic suggestion? Email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and living-corporate.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.